Sirah, a biography of Muhammad, the last messenger of Allah, written by Professor Dr. Safwat Khalilovich. Chapter 14 Prophet Muhammad as an Orphan It was God's will and providence that Muhammad, peace be upon him, did not live long together with his mother either. In his sixth year, he went to visit his kinsmen in Medina, in the company of his mother and slave Umm Ayman. On that occasion his mother showed him the house in which his father had died and his father's grave. After a month in Medina, his mother Amina decided they should return to Mecca, and on their way back, in a place called El Abwa, twenty-three miles south of Medina, she fell ill and died soon afterward. She was buried there, and Umm Ayman returned the grieving child to Mecca. It was then that Muhammad became an orphan, in the true meaning of the word. His father had died before his birth, and he was now also left without his mother. The noble Quran refers to it. Did he not find you an orphan and shelter you? Did he not find you lost and guide you? The 93rd chapter, verse 6 and 7. After that, his grandfather, Abdul Mutalib, who was very old at that time, took complete charge of him. Abdul Mutalib was very fond of his grandson. As a man of great reputation, he commanded a special authority with Quraysh, and he would often sit next to the Kaaba, the holy house of the Arabs. A special cushion was laid out at the place where he used to sit, and his children would never sit on it, but next to it. However, when Muhammad, peace be upon him, came to the Kaaba, his grandfather would always place him to sit by his side on the cushion, which was a great honor. When Muhammad, peace be upon him, was left without both parents, his grandfather showed an even stronger affection toward him. Abdul Mutalib even took Muhammad with him to attend the council, Darul Nedwe, where the leading men of the town, all over forty, would meet to discuss various matters. Abdul Mutalib, who was around eighty at that time, did not refrain from asking the seven-year-old boy for his opinion on the matters discussed, and when asked about it by his peers, he would always say, A great future is in store for my grandson. Two years after his mother's death, when Muhammad turned eight, his grandfather died too. It happened in the ninth year, after the year of the elephant. After that, Muhammad came under the care of his paternal uncle Abu Talib and his wife Fatima. As Abdel Mutalib's son, Abu Talib commanded great respect, but he was poor and had a lot of children. Despite his poverty, Abu Talib was an exceptionally noble and hospitable man, which earned him a great respect of Quraysh. At that moment, when Muhammad, peace be upon him, entered his house as an eight-year-old orphan, Abu Talib became the Prophet's protector, the role he played until the end of his own life, that is, for more than forty years. When Muhammad came to his uncle's house, where there were many mouths to feed, 
he started working and earning his livelihood. For a small money, he shepherded flocks of sheep of some Quraysh families on the hills around Mecca. He reminisced on that period later, and according to a hadith recorded in al-Bukhari's Sahih, he said, There was no prophet sent by Allah who was not a shepherd. The prophet, peace be upon him, did that job for almost thirteen years, until he was twenty-one, when he started working as a tradesman. In that way, he earned his bread and butter, and was not a burden to his uncle and his large family. Once, when Muhammad, peace be upon him, turned twelve, Abu Talib, who was a tradesman, set off on a journey to Al-Sham. His nephew asked if he could come along, and Abu Talib agreed. When they reached Busra, a place close to Al-Sham, they stopped at a resting place in whose vicinity there was a cell inhabited by a Christian monk for generation after generation. When one died, another took his place and inherited everything in the cell, including some old manuscripts. Behira, Arabic Bukhaira, the monk who lived in the cell at that time, was well versed in the contents of the manuscripts, one of them containing the prediction of the coming of a prophet to the Arabs, and he felt that that time was near. When the caravan with Abu Talib and Muhammad approached, he saw something unusual. A small low-hanging cloud moved slowly above the caravan, so that it was always between the sun and one or two of the travelers. This attracted his attention, especially when he noticed that the cloud ceased to move, remaining stationary, whenever the caravan stopped. He decided to examine this case closely, so he prepared food and invited the travelers to his cell. When Bahira saw Muhammad, peace be upon him, he recognized the signs of prophethood on him and was fully assured of it after talking with him. He advised Abu Talib to return the boy home and guard him from the Jews, since they could harm him if they recognized on him the signs that he recognized. The caring uncle heeded the advice and sent his nephew back to Mecca under escort while he continued his journey to El Sham.